Alrighty, what is going on, guys? And welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing well. I hope you are staying safe during these times. The more I talk to people, the more kind of just crazy it gets, man. I, I just let's just get right into it. This podcast is going to be on. It's going to be on this whole virus, this whole situation, this whole what our new norm has become in the world. But it's going to be more a, a different take on it, and I, because I'm sure everywhere you look right now, you're seeing. How many people got it? How many people died? There's no sports. You're you're seeing there's no cure. There's this and that. Like I'm not saying it's all negative. A lot of it is negative, but it's just kind of overwhelming. And it's not like we're we're only living in the moment, right this very second. And understandably so, because obviously it's a crazy time to be in, and obviously there's concerns all over the place for health, for family, for jobs, for money, for for everything, right? I totally get it, but this podcast is going to be, I'm going to mix it with fitness, honestly, probably a little bit more towards the end, but I'm going to mix it with fitness, but it's going to be more towards looking back on this time, and if you're proud of what you've been, what you were able to do, or what you're doing right now, or if you look back and say that, you took this time in the right fashion because here, here's the thing. They're going to talk about – like people are going to talk about this time literally just like they talk about World War II or just like they talk about the Spanish flu or just like they talk about you know the, the bubonic plague. or They're, they're going to talk about this time 100%. Like your kids' kids are going to learn about this time in school. They're going to learn about how the economy went to hell. They're going to learn about how everybody lost their jobs. They're going to learn about how many people died. They're going to they're, people are going to learn this thing, right? So then that brings me my my brain goes to when somebody asks me fifty years from now, what was I doing during this time? What was it like? What what was I doing? What what did I, what did I accomplished? Was I scared? Was I was I nervous? Was this and that? Like I want to be able to look back on this time and say that I was. Not only like obviously safe and okay, and I was following the rules of professional health professionals, and I was not being a jackass and going out and going on spring breaks and stuff. But beyond that, I want to I want to be able to say that I was proud of this this decisions I was making. I was proud of what I was thinking, and and that's like that's what I want to first get into because like like I just said, like your kids kids are going to learn about this stuff, and when they ask you what you were doing during this time, think about how you want to respond. And this is not, we're going to get into the fitness part, but honestly, this, I I believe this is more important than just the fitness part, but this is a fitness podcast. So I'm going to tie it in obviously, but think about how you're going to respond when somebody asks you looking, but, or even yourself, when you ask yourself looking back for 30, 40, 50 years from now, what are you going to want to say about the way you were thinking about the way you were acting? about the decisions you were making, about what you chose to involve yourself with. Because here's the thing, guys. We are going to get past this. Like, this is not going to last forever. And I know that right now that's does not seem very apparent. And I know right now everything is not the best. And I know that, you know, it, it seems like we are in this moment and it's just terrible. And it is terrible. Don't get me wrong. But we are going to get past this. Like, the likelihood of you dying compared to not dying. Again, it depends on who you are, obviously, but you are more likely to survive than die. 
So, with that being said, like, I'm not saying that don't take it seriously because it's absolutely serious. That's not what I'm saying at all. And what I am saying, though, is what are you going to do when you look back on this moment, on these, on these, on this year, on this six months, however long it ends up being? I really urge you to think about if what you're doing and what you're associating yourself with and, and who you're associating yourself with and what thoughts and what news outlets and, and everything. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, like, yes, this is bad, but especially if you just sit there and binge watch the news, the news wants you is going to let you see what you see. Like it, it wants you to see a certain thing. It doesn't, and this goes for both sides. It doesn't tell you the whole story. It doesn't tell you all the bad. It doesn't, doesn't tell you all the good. It's just, it's a business at the end of the day. It wants you to keep watching its network. So my thing is the, the problem that I, I've been seeing is people are watching the news, getting super scared, super anxious, super upset, and then going to binge watch Netflix. And they binge watch Netflix and they're like, well, I haven't completed anything all day. I've been a slug. I haven't left the couch. I don't feel good. I don't feel good about myself. Okay, well, I'm going to get up and do something and watch the news. So they turn the news back on again, get scared, anxious, right back to Netflix. And that cycle just repeats itself over and over and over again. And, you know, I get that these times are crazy and you're, you're with your family 24-7. Your kids might drive you crazy. Your spouse might drive you crazy. I understand. But does that automatically tend – to lead you to that gives you an excuse to drink excessively or that gives you an excuse to just eat whatever the hell you want or not exercise or like at the end of the day it's hard for everybody not just you and more than likely if you're listening to this like you have it pretty damn good so my thing is yes it's hard i totally understand but now that we've established it's a tough time what are you going to do about this tough time how are you going to be able to look back on this tough time and say you were proud of what you did? If you look back and you say, well, I just kind of watched the news and, and ate and drank and watched Netflix, like, cool. I just ask you if that's what you're going to be proud of 30 years from now. Like, that's that's the thing because we establish it's tough and it's hard and it's very and, and people are very anxious and people are worried and this is – all that is totally okay. But now that that's established, now that that emotion is established and we acknowledge it's totally okay, what are you going to do past that emotion? Because what I ask you is, are you okay with letting these emotions dictate your actions? And for a lot of people, those actions are, are right now are things like drinking, are things like eating, are things like using some kind of outlet to get rid of the stress or anxiety. And normally, it's an outlet that when they look back upon – they're not the most proud of. Like, I don't think that everyone wakes up and they're like, oh, so glad I watched six hours of Netflix, eight hours of Netflix, and had that whole bottle of wine. Like, I think beyond the moment, you don't want to do that. But in the moment, you do. So I just urge you, honestly, to think about how you're handling this time. Think about how you're thinking about this time. Because, again, once it passes... A, not only do you have to get back to norm, your normal life, because at some point we all will return to the quote-unquote normal life. It might be a new norm, but it's going to be a somewhat quote-unquote normal life. So when that does happen, are you going to, and we can segue right into fitness, are you going to be proud of the fact that in six months or in four months or in nine months when this all is over that you gained 20 pounds? Like, Are you going to be proud of that fact? I don't think a lot of you are, and I'm not sitting here saying – you have to make progress or you have to lose fat. It's like, cool, if you don't, if, if it's, if this time is very tough for you right now, totally understandable. So go into a maintenance. 
that that like this time doesn't just give you the it doesn't give you the permission to just throw in the towel and just say like well you know what this is hard so you know screw it because i can make an argument that no matter what happens it's going to be hard and you could always throw in the towel if you wanted to so i'm just asking you is this time are you using this time to give yourself permission to throw in the towel because honestly, I don't want you to. And again, I'm not saying you have to make super insane progress. You can, by the way. A lot of the people I'm working with are still making great progress. But what I am saying is like, don't let this time, just because it's difficult, throw in the towel. If if anything, and I know this is hard, but it should push you to work harder. It should push you to do more. It should push you to get outside of your comfort zone. It should push you to, okay, yes, this is hard, but let me work twice as hard to try to get exercise, to try to go for a walk, to try to you know, keep myself sane by doing, by sticking to my nutrition and, and, and eating healthy foods and not feeling like crap the whole day. Let me use this time to get these house projects done I've always wanted to. Let me use this time to work outside on, on my yard like I've always wanted to. Let me use this time to do, to start a new podcast, to start a new social media, like whatever it is, use the time productively because what I've seen just personally from not only myself but talking to people the more productive things you can do, and, and again, this isn't easy, and people are always like, yes, I want to be productive, but if you write down three to four things you want to do every single day, and I, and I do this every single day, if you write down three to four things you want to get done every single day, when you wake up, you write it down, it's on your head, and you're like, okay, let me check these four things off. The more productive you can be, especially during these times, it's going to fight that anxiety it's gonna fight that okay this is really this is a bad situation that we're in right now it's gonna fight those negative thoughts those negative emotions it's gonna fight the fact that okay well i'm really really stressed so let me go drink well like no let me instead of go drinking or instead of go eating my whole pantry let me go outside and work on my yard let me you know clean the closet out i've always wanted to clean out let me you know make make the kids room do something with the kids room like whatever that is for you I think that just finding something like that can be a huge step in the right direction. Because again, I didn't even really go over any like fitness things yet, but going into it, like I made a post about this. Like if you do 50 push-ups every single day, it can be throughout the whole day. It doesn't matter what time of day you do them. If you do 50 push-ups every single day, that's 350 push-ups for the whole week. If you do that over a span of one, two, three, four weeks, that adds up very quickly. If you've if you've always wanted to get better at push-ups, and I know a lot of people want to get better at push-ups. I, I know this from working with a, a crap ton of people. If you want to get better at push-ups, use this time right now to get better at push-ups. You can do them anywhere, inside, outside, in the bathroom, in your bedroom, in the kids' room, in the living room. Do them anywhere. Do them out in the middle of the street. There's no cars out there right now. Do them anywhere, but use this time productively. If you've always wanted to get better at push-ups, get better at push-ups. If you always wanted to, to decrease your low back pain, work on your hip mobility and your ankle mobility and work on your core, work on your lower abs, work on if, – if you don't ever feel squats when you do squats, do more squats and make sure you're focusing on feeling your legs, feeling your glutes, feeling your, your quads. Make sure you're doing that. If you have an issue with your shoulder, take some time. If, if you want help, reach out, but research, okay, how do I – you know, my right shoulder has been hurting. What can I do? Okay, you find four or five exercises you can do. Three weeks later, your shoulder feels so much better. Like, use this time to not throw in the towel, but use the if you were if you were spending four hours a week going to the gym, use that time to to do something 
And again, it doesn't have to be the same exact routine with the same exact weights and the same exact this and that. That's not the case. So once we move past that, use those four hours a week as a combination of, you know, the push-ups, the jogging, the workouts, the get, getting your low back pain better, getting your shoulder pain better, stretching more, doing mobility, doing all these things. Use that time. So it's just like, it's just like you. It, we are back to normal. And you're still using those same four hours a week to do your your exercise, what you were devoting to exercise. It's just on different times and a different schedule. And literally get a pen and, get a piece of paper and a pen and write down Saturday I did 40 minutes, Monday I did 30 minutes, Thursday I did 35. Like write that down. So you see like, oh, well, Saturday rolls around. I've only done three hours and, and 30 minutes of exercise. Okay, let me do 30 more minutes. That will give me my four hours for the week. And that's what I urge you to think about because when people ask you, what happened during this time, I think the more productive you are, I think the more uh, the more things you accomplish, I think all of those things combined is going to give you a better outlook on this time. You're going to say it's crazy because th- th- this is crazy. This is unprecedented. Nobody's ever done anything like this, right? I don't want to say that, but it's very unprecedented. So I think that if, if you can find a way to push yourself, and, and I say push yourself because Guys, this is not easy. Like, I understand people are anxious. I understand you're incredibly stressed from your kids being home all day and, and you still having to work and having to teach them and your spouse being home still and they they have to work and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But after that is, is, is passed, and again, that's totally okay and totally normal and I'm not knocking that. But after that fact is established, I think that if you can get that established and move in the right direction from there – You'll be in a better space mentally, which then will lead to you wanting to work out, will lead to you wanting to do better with your food, will lead to you want to do 50 push-ups a day because you're in a better space. You're like, okay, this is the reality and this is okay, but now what do I do beyond this fact? And I mentioned this, I think either in a different podcast or a post, but it's like, don't underestimate what you can do in two months, four months, six months, however long we are still quarantined. You can literally change your life in three months. Like, it can happen. If you practice something every single day for three months, guys, that's 90 days of you getting extremely better at something. If you've always wanted to lose weight, if you've always wanted to get better at push-ups, if you've always wanted to develop better eating habits, if you've always wanted to stop, you know, overeating at night, whatever that thing may be for you, if you practice that every single day for the remainder of this quarantine – how much do you think that's going to change what you're doing right now? Like you can come out on the other side of this with completely different habits, with a completely different body, with completely different health. You can you can bring your blood pressure down. You, you can do so many things during this time. And I know that – sorry. I know that if you're looking into it right now, yeah, it's tough and yeah, it's scary. But I just keep urging you to push past that fact. And – and it's not easy, I understand, but make yourself push past that fact of this is hard, this is difficult, this is scary, this is anxious, these are tough times. Because once you can do that, I think that's where the money the money really lies. And again, relaying it all back to what you're going to, to think 50 years from now, when you look back on this, because again, we are going to get through this, when you look back, I think you'll want to not only tell yourself, but tell your kids, tell your grandkids that... You know, you you remained positive, you remained hopeful, you remained productive, you remained everything that doesn't go with, well, I just threw in the towel. Because I don't think throwing in the towel 
is ever the right answer. Because there's always there's there's always a light in the dark. I said this last podcast, and it doesn't sometimes make much sense because obviously terrible terrible things can happen. And and I you know there's a there's a very very dear friend client friend of mine, and she lost her son this week at age 17. She lost her son, not from uh, not from coronavirus or anything. At least we don't think so yet. But lost her son during this time, and it's like. Yes, like that's the worst thing that can possibly happen. But keeping faith that there's always a, a light in the dark, you you have to keep that faith because if not, what do you have? You don't have anything. And as as crazy that may seem, and most of us are not in that horrible of a position, thank God. So if you're not even in that worse of a position, that that awful of a position, I think we need to keep in mind how how good we really have it. Because we do have it really, really good. Like, especially if you still have a job and you're still able to make money and you still can provide for your family and keep the roof over your head. I think especially that, like, there's just so many good things. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to put down people who are feeling anxious or feeling worried because that's totally okay and it's totally normal. But I'm just urging people to push themselves to push past that. Because at the end of the day... A, we, I mean, we're alive. If you're listening to this, we're alive. So, like, we have it really good. But B, once we can push ourselves past that that uncomfortableness, that's when you actually find comfort because you then get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, yes, these times are uncomfortable, but that's okay. What do we do now? So that's my kind of two cents there. I just wanted to make this because it's really honestly just been on my mind. Like, usually I make, like, a whole, a whole page of notes for my podcast, but – I just been thinking about this like nonstop because I'm obviously stuck in here. So um, I've been thinking about this nonstop, and that's just been one big thing on my mind because like I want to I want to be able to say when you know 50 years from now comes and like people are asking me and and you know telling me about oh my god the the coronavirus what were you doing during this time? Well, you know I was able to launch my my second coaching program. I was able to get a whole ton of work done. I was able to still you know, somewhat remain positive. I was still like, that's what I want to be able to say. So for me, just thinking about that led me to doing this podcast and led me to hopefully leading you to a place where you find what's right for you during this time. And again, it's different for everybody and everybody has different reactions. But if I can just urge you to push yourself to continue to be better, think better, do better, you know, get in a place where you are truly proud of what you're doing i think that's a great thing for everybody and so that's just my two cents guys thank you so much for listening if you have your own thoughts your own your own comments your own concerns please feel free to reach reach out to me dm me email me whatever whatever i would i honestly (laughs) we're all stuck here right so i'd love to hear from you um if you are interested in the, in the signing up for the clubhouse or if you have a, a question about the clubhouse, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to answer it. Thank you so much for the people who have either A, signed up, B, left me very, very, very kind messages, C, just get through listening to me talk about it. Like it's <laughs> – I'm very proud of it. So just thank you so much for the people who have done that. And, uh, and guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk next time.